0: What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room, the official podcast of AOTG.com, and I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and this episode, we're interviewing Mark Sadlack. Now, his work includes The Mick, Parks and Rec, and of course, one of my favorites, Zach Stone, is going to be famous, but we're going to be talking about his work on Insecure and wrapping that series up with the episode, Everything's Gonna Be Okay. Now, if you enjoy these types of interviews, you'll definitely want to check out FilmmakerU.com. Now, with all that said, here's my interview with Mark. You've got some amazing shows on your credits, but there's one show, and it's one of my favorite shows, and it kills me that it got canceled after one season, and that is, Zach Stone is going to be famous.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) That, That show, it was so good. I mean, Bo Burnham is a genius, man. I mean, an absolute genius, and... We, I mean, it was the same, it was great because it was like this docu-style, you know, kind of like, you know, shooting and editing and, and he was really just trying to try some new things and like try some innovations. Like there was this thing where the network asked for Establishing shots, and we were just like, hey, we don't need you know, establishing shots, and and so Bo's like, okay, and so they went out, and it's that shot. If you remember Bo, that first shot in front of his house, he's like, am I in the shot? Am I in the shot? Yes, <laughs> 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 and that was him just like saying, okay, here's your shot, you know. But um, it was I know it was so smart. No, I'm I'm bummed too, man. I mean, the, the all the actors are great. Bo obviously amazing, and I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. I think that one just came up on HBO Max or some one of the oh, streamers. Really? Yeah. And so I was I was surfing and I saw I'm like oh wow and I, I went back and looked at those cuts and it's it's so funny to go back.
0: Uh, yeah, my favorite joke in it is where they form the punk band for thirty second songs <laughs> 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 or ringtones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 it's a great show. Like, like they like they hit like every Hollywood angle you know yeah. coming at at it. Yeah. Like the whole, like, I want to to do the eulogy because it's my moment to shine. It's my moment to show my talent. You know, I was like, no, Zach, that's the wrong reason.
0: We were talking about getting pilots going uh, just before we started. What are some of the challenges of getting a, a pilot off the ground?
1: It really is everything. I mean, you know, of course, as an editor, you want to bring something that's not just on the page. And so when you go into that pilot, I mean, I you know, it's funny, too, like how people have preconceived notions about, like, what song is going to work and, you know, when they write it. But once you get in there and you see the shots and you see the actors' performances, it changes, you know, and that song you thought was going to work doesn't work. And so you just invariably go back and just end up throwing everything at it and like, you know, every genre, just to find music that fits the tone. And once you, once you hit it and you know it too, you know when you find that track that really is going to be part of the series and be what the series is. And the same thing for the performances, because it's tough because, I mean, the actors are still... You know, if, it's a, if it's a new series, they're still trying to figure out these characters, too. And then, you know, hopefully they give you a nice range of performances to choose from in the edit bay with EPs and and find their tone. You know, if they find that character's tone for the series, you're probably not going to find, you know, the exact tone in the pilot that will evolve over the, over the series. But, I mean, you, you really need to, you know, create a template for everybody else. And so that becomes the biggest challenge. And they always take longer. You know, I it's funny. I'll, I'll go into an edit, and there's you know, like the same time to cut a pilot. Those there's all the other episodes of the season. I'm like, guys, this is not going to be the same amount of time. We're going <laughs> to spend we're going to spend more time with this. You know, and you're and you're going to want to spend more time with
0: us. You've worked on Insecure for pretty much the whole show. Do you think the show's changed editorially over that
1: arc? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think especially having cut the pilot and every premiere and every finale, it's just really informed not only the actor's journey, but the character's, you know, journey for the story, but also their emotional journey, you know, and as the show went along, you know, their stories changed. And so the emphasis in the edit, I think changes for the characters too, like, you know, cutting patterns and how much time you spend, you know, you know, with certain characters. And I mean, one of the best compliments we got from HBO was that some of their best dramatic moments of of the year came from Insecure, which, you know, people think it was a comedy, you know, so being able to work on the entire series, you know, is, I mean, it, cause of course for me too, like I think any you know, editor, it's like, you want to, you get tired of the same patterns and the same way you've cut it and you want to mix it up and you want to you know, keep it fresh for people. And so I think along with, you know, Nina Herb and uh, the other great editors, Nina Herb and Daisha Broadway, we always try to bring something new and, and help evolve the series, you know? All the way, all the way until the end.
0: I rewatched as much as I could because it's been, you know, four or five years now. So I was like, okay, let me go through and rewatch. And I don't know if maybe I missed this. Maybe it's changed, but it seems like, especially in the early episodes, like it's from the main character's point of view, but a lot of times there are other actors commenting on her, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So it's almost like we're seeing their perspective of her through her perspective that makes sense i don't know if that was intentional well, I, I, or... I,
1: I, I mean i think the povs do change you know i mean i think maybe initially you know especially in the first in the pilot when there, you know when there was narration in the episode i think it came from more of that place but you know as we follow these these character storylines i think i think we you know we got their pov you know point of view of visa too
0: you also, you edited the final episode. Everything's going to be okay. What was the stress like wrapping up a series <laughs> that was like this? Because it's a pretty popular series and a pretty good show.
1: It's a lot, but I think I'd done so much that, I mean, you really just obviously just want to make it good and... I mean, I love cutting the music and our amazing uh, music supervisor, Kieran Lehman, who you know, has been with us through the whole thing and, and Rafael City, our composer, they do this amazing thing where they give us these like music dumps every week. So I think it was about finding the right music, you know, with him for that, that final episode. And then, you know, Issa is really involved. I mean, she loves picking music too. And so I think that, you know, became a stressor to find, especially for the credits, you know, finding that perfect song for the, the last credit, you know, credits for the series, but also, yeah. I mean, also coming to the the finale of, of their emotional journey. I mean, some of my favorite, favorite scenes are in that episode and it was really emotional, especially that, you know, that last scene when, after Molly's wedding, it's Molly and Issa in the back room, you know, and Issa's helping Molly with the dress, and Molly starts talking to Issa about how much she's a mentor. And, you know, initially I thought we had less time for the episode, but I found it from the EPs and HBO that we actually had more time, so the EPs, not, you know, talking about, okay, let's just, you know, let's... Open up that episode, that, that scene. So I went back and just opened up that back and forth and the crying and and just got it and actually went too far and like okay, this is ridiculous. It's gone too far now. Which is always it's always important to find that edge, you know, and brought it back to a good place. I was watching with Isa. I watched, which was you know, it was also stressful. You know, just like you know, it's the last episode of you know, the series, and I was watching with Isa, and we watched that scene. And then we watched the scene following it of Issa driving through L.A. and reminiscing you know, about L.A. and seeing, you know, Frida at uh, We Got Y'all and seeing Thug Yoden from the Dunes and the Best Best Buy shirt guy. And then I, I hit Spacebar and I didn't turn around. I said, so what do you think? I turned around and Issa like had one hand on her face and one hand up and she was <laughs> crying, you know, and I and I got, you know, Misty too. And it was, it was just really... It was a really nice moment to have, you know, for the series. So I think that's the biggest part of it. I think like, I mean, they're like a family you know, after five seasons. So I think if you've ever cut anything for your family, it's emotional to like cut these final scenes with these people you spent, you know, five seasons with. So I think that was a tough part too.
0: Was there a particular scene or moment that was challenging for you to edit in this series?
1: In the series? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, for sure. I mean, some of the mirror scenes, these in the mirror scenes are really fun, but really challenging like that scene in episode one with isa putting the lipstick on in the mirror i think I you, know, I you know i want to say that scene was about 45 minutes longer and i can I, you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe be like an hour long there was so much funny stuff that we didn't you know to choose from and so whittling that down i mean we sat in the, in the bay for probably too long just you know trying alternates what was the funniest thing and it, you it know, became like you know very like subjective you know so but that was tough another one of my favorite scenes that's tough was the finale of season one when Issa comes back to her apartment you know she had talked to lawrence they'd broken up she talked about getting back together with lawrence <laughs> and they and they decided to meet back at the apartment and you know and she walks in and it's dark and she walks back to the back bedroom and the, the his is bare except for that best buy shirt and we cut back to isa and there were two reactions that we the Issa and i both really liked for different reasons and we went back and forth uh, it was hard but I, I I eventually said Lisa like I'm this is where I'm feeling it you know I, you know as an editor it's all about emotion right I mean that's the number one thing you should be looking forward and seeing and so that one really hit me the most I said I, you know we've got to use this one and she she agreed and we used it and it was a great scene but I think you know it's important you know as an editor to you know those moments if you're really feeling it you know to to make sure you know you're heard and make sure that you know you, you bring that forward and 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 you know and let people know like look this i really want to fight for this and because and, i'm really feeling this
0: so in this because you said it's like a family you're so in the weeds of the show right like you're watching the dailies you're cutting it multiple times you've cut multiple episodes so how do you keep fresh then when you and Issa are Sitting down, that you're both not like. Oh yeah, this is perfect. You know, like you want to make sure that the you get feedback, but like, how do you go about doing that uh, and staying objective?
1: I think I mean I think it it always is. I mean we always push, and I think just like instinctually for me, like I I just don't want to do the same thing again. I I just get bored with it. It's just got to be different for me to do it. I've got to try something different. It's always about trying a new way to get into a scene or trying a different cutting pattern for a piece of comedy. And Issa's the same way, you know? I don't know why I, I keep going back to uh, season one, but in that finale of season one, there's this, you know, the hot tub scene with the girls. I think Issa says something to Kelly. She says something like, you know, why do you always miss your mouth with your drink or something? And the response I put in was a little more mellow about like, you know, I don't know. But we went back and like, I looked at it again. There's this really big, like, you know, I don't know from like, you know, from <laughs> Natasha. that. <laughs> We all we all laughed about, it. and we always like wanted to like go back through and find that thing that you know, it really was a meritocracy to find that thing that really made us all laugh and really felt like it was pushing the show forward and evolving the show and and you know and really making it special.
0: Was there a lot of uh, improv in the set, or did they follow the script right to a T?
1: There was. I mean, you know, they're I mean, they're all really good. I mean, Amanda, Issa, I mean, again, especially Natasha. Man, I I th- I feel like every time I needed a good button for a scene. And if, if Natasha was in the scene, she gave us like, like four or five really good buttons. And, you know, that, and that's also, I mean, the writers came to set with a candy bag of you know, jokes, you know, but she also just brought so much amazing stuff herself too. Especially if an actor goes on a long run of improv, you know, trying to find the pieces that you can put together to make that puzzle work. Thankfully, you know, Natasha brought it and, and it really made those scenes special.
0: Was there anything from the show that you guys had to cut for time or had to cut because it just wasn't working for the story that you wish really got in there?
1: Yeah, there was tons of stuff. I'm trying to think of a specific scene we've cut. Because, you know, we used to do that on Parks and Recreation, too. We would, the scenes we've cut, we would put online and, and into a longer like, producer's cut of the episode. We would cut scenes, I mean, either either for time. I mean, it was usually, it was usually for time. I mean, it, we, we, we were usually over, and... It always felt good that you know, even after you know, having taken the scene out, it all still worked really well. And it's like, okay, well, that was meant to be.
0: When you're starting a project, how do you like to first approach the rushes that come in?
1: Well, initially, I read the full script a couple times, mm-hmm. um, and then I read it again. And then I, and then when I go into a scene, I read that scene a few times and really just break down. Okay, whose POV is this in? What's the subtext? What's the story? What do these character what, what do these characters want out of this scene? And I think it's really important to be able to dissect that first before going in and having a clear view of where, like what the cutting pattern is going to be to help that happen. And then for me, yeah, it's just about, I do a pass for, you know, performance, cutting pattern, pacing, I'll go back and do it and refine it. And then I, uh, and I go to the music and I find the music that's going to, you know, that's really going to emphasize the comedy or emphasize the drama for that scene, and then I put it all together into an episode, watch a whole episode down, think about music placement for the entire episode of this episode, and then go back and you know, place those last few music cues, but then go back and just keep going, just refining those those edits, trying to beat the music. trying to beat the music is a big one for me too, because I mean, I really feel like everything can be beaten. And so I until the last minute, and I really I mean, I go until time runs out. I mean, I don't think there's ever you know a final cut. it's just the last cut and you could keep i could keep working i, I mean I, I don't want to say forever don't let anybody here forever <laughs> <laughs> but you know man it's just you just go back and you just refine it refine it refine it because there are always little things and there are little things i think about when i'm not editing it, Like i've done that or you know or hopefully i'm still editing and i can in the morning go into it and think okay i think, I think this is going to work and then, oh and then always along the way too I'll, i will make false for the comedy, like other other funny things, I think the, you know the EP should should see other ways to cut the drama. that I think the EP should see and just have those ready, so we can get through it quickly.
0: Now you mentioned uh, going through the script several times. Do you make particular notes, or how do you like to get it into your head and get yourself set up there?
1: Yeah, I, I think it, it. Yeah, it's about it's about notes. I mean, what do what does each character want in a scene? How does the scene further the story? And then most importantly, what the subtext is. I mean, because again, like ultimately i'm cutting for emotion i mean i i want an emotional response and if if i don't feel that i'm gonna you know if i don't feel the comedy if i don't feel the emotion i, I will go back and, and find the patterns that give me that in, in, in the best way that's number one for me yeah I, I will make you know notes about the characters but it's more about just watching these you know Scenes after I've after I've made you know those notes and just getting as much emotion as possible.
0: One of the things I hear a lot is that the edit is the last rewrite, but you're you're taking content from the screenwriters and you're I guess manipulating. And so where does the script end and your ability to manipulate it begin? I don't know if that that might be a convoluted question, but <laughs> it's a tough.
1: It it, it is a It's a tough one. I mean, Mike sure you know said that too when when we were cutting parks. I mean, it really is. I mean, you can. I mean, I think it's more about to like like moving scenes around to like finding a better place for that scene where it plays better here, and then this happens and then this happens, or making the right cuts, you know, at at the end of the scene and cutting a few lines, you know, out of the end of the scene to make the cut work better, or you know, finding the right improv too. I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, I mean, getting all that improv, will, you know, will change the scene as well. So. I think it's more about that. But it is, yeah, it's definitely the, the last rewrite.
0: Now, Yeah, I have one last question I like to ask everyone I interview. What would you say your favorite guilty pleasure film is to watch?
1: Guilty pleasure? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. lately. Like, I, get, I, I get stuck in a rabbit hole of YouTube, too. And I, I mean, I love Hot Ones. I love that show. But I mean, guilty pleasure TV show for me would be... Survivor is not a guilty pleasure. I think that show is produced amazingly well, but I'll, yeah. I'll get stuck in Survivor every once in a while. I don't want people to think on that show, like, like it's not a good show though. I, don't know, I, I love Star Trek. I don't think that's a guilty, guilty pleasure either.
0: Not anymore. I think if it was the 80s, we'd say it would. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: That's, I mean, the, the shows I've been watching lately are like, Why Love White Lotus? Yeah, I love I love, I love I love Bosch. I love the expanse is really good.
0: It's interesting that you cut comedies and you're like all serious <laughs> films at
1: home. <laughs> I it, it, it is funny. I just trying to be, I mean I I go back to Parks and Rec for my comedy or I go back to like you know shows like that. I mean I love love Ted Lasso. I mean oh, Ted Lasso. Show. Yeah. And I think you know, it's secure because it is just like everyday people dealing with these problems and it's not something super, super serious that it does have some of that good, like good, you know, feel too. And I don't want to say Ted, Ted Lasso is a guilty pleasure, but I have gone back, and I, I think I'm, I'm watching it a second time now. So, yeah,
0: I have to say the character arcs for Ted Lasso are phenomenal. Like it's like a master class and like here's what all your characters want in episode one, and then by the end it's completely different. They've changed, they evolved, and
1: absolutely, yeah. And again, I love, I love the music. I will keen on the music voices all the time, and there's he talks about Bismarcky, and i think like the first episode and then, of course like i'm sure everyone thought they would go to like you know um just a friend like his famous song but no they went to deeper cut from Bismarcky, and i completely completely appreciate that And that's you know the same kind of thing we try and do on inseguro too
0: are you a football fan Is, or are you uh not a football you mean fan? like you mean I, soccer or yeah. football
1: probably soccer, <laughs> um, football. not really I, I i played a lot as a kid but i, I really yeah. don't watch no yeah.
0: I was going to say, it's funny because uh, England created both words and now they're angry that we use soccer, so. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs>
1: it is, yeah. I, I just say, ever say soccer in front of a brother, or not, yeah. Yeah.
0: well, thank you so much for letting me interview.
1: And thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so
0: much. So I'd like to thank Mark for allowing me to interview him. I'd also like to thank Evan Winch for cutting this episode. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.